Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear... Now, it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry about that. But you're not going to do it anyway. So go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. Hey, Joel, welcome back to the show, man. Ah, feels good to be back. You know about my podcasting addiction. If I don't talk into a microphone at least three to four times a week, I get cold sweats, night terrors, the whole nine. I heard your dad found you last week in a bathrobe just talking uh, into a microphone while you were just standing in the tub, just like, hey, we've got a great show today. (laughs) It happens. It happens. I, I hate to admit it. It's it, it's rough, I tell you. And man, luckily the mic wasn't plugged in. If I dropped the Yeti in the tub, that would have been really bad. Yeah. Uh, that, that would have been a cry for help more than a, uh, a sickness. Um, today we're going to talk about evil organizations, but like people are asking about if we're going to talk about like YouTube or Microsoft. No, no, no. We're talking about evil organizations that are fictitious. In fiction. And, in, and we're going to try and focus more like on comics and maybe cartoons and movies. Yeah. We're going to talk about those fictitious organizations. The organizations that it's okay to wear a t-shirt sporting their logo. Yeah. As opposed to like the evil organizations that exist in the real world, like the Aryan Nation or... Which you probably shouldn't. You know, or Apple. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna jump into this. Uh, we got a huge list of organizations that are evil that have ne- that have a place near and dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. By the way, people are asking if there's a fridge behind me. Yeah, I'm in the break room. Oh, nice. <laughs> Comic pop. The the whole the whole computer rig is on wheels so that I can roll it into the uh, back issue set so that when we shoot our inevitable sixty thousand. Subscriber live stream, it'll be ready to go. Uh, The problem is we haven't gotten there yet. So tell your friends, tell your family, and just just, listen. Good, bad, and the ugly is a new show. Elseworlds Exchange, a great show. Get people interested in this channel and get them to subscribe, and more importantly, to watch these programs because it's tell everybody. We got a litany of fantastic stuff for you to check out. I'm sorry I turned into a commercial for us, but uh, you know what? Like. If you want to see a, th- a 60,000 subscriber live show, it's going to be faster if you get people to fucking subscribe. Yeah, yeah. it's a self-promotion. It's an important skill to master in our yeah. line of work. Now, uh, some people in the chat have already suggested some some members or some organizations, but like, I'm thinking specifically about those organizations that offer a 401k. Oh, you know, yeah. Like organizations with logos and everything. Uh, Ryan Radford, by the way, just dropped... Uh, some significant bread into the super chat for Joel to say this is for flipping Benny off yesterday. <laughs> it's I, true. I've done it before, but no one ever gave me twenty bucks. But I can have that money, right, Sal? That was for me. <laughs> that's that's for you. That's that's specifically for you. Um, by the way, uh, yeah, that was yeah, that was a uh, well. I think it was because we had so many eyes on that episode. That was a particularly popular episode of uh, of the weekly poll yesterday. I, I planned that in advance. Like, you know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> I'm going to not do what he thinks I'm going to do. I'm going to mess him up, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, like, you know, sure, there's some evil organizations out there. uh, Kingpin's Criminal Empire, as was referenced in the chat. But, like, that's, first of all, it's unofficial. Secondly, there's no logo. Thirdly, there's no no dental plan. You know, if you're a member of an evil organization that's that's run by a crime boss... Uh, most of it is is predicated on like anonymity and mm. and secrecy. There's no good logo or secret handshake. You know, it's just kind of meh. I mean, I'm sure if you were sick, he would take you to some uh, disgraced Armenian vet who would be able to sew you up. Sure, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking more specifically about things like like Hydra. Hydra oh, is yes. an evil organization that has gotten a lot of press over the last decade. Probably more than it's had in a long time. Yes, although I would say, honestly, as a long-standing Marvel Comics reader, Hydra has always been one of my go-to evil organizations. For one, because Marvel always used them when they needed to have a group of 
Cobra-esque drones to blow up. When you need guys in uniforms to get punched, when you need an endless wave of mooks to fight the hero. And that's the thing, and I guarantee you that Hydra was almost uh, almost solely created to give the artist a break. So instead of drawing like 16 distinct thugs that all have families and ethnic Mm. backgrounds, rather, (laughs) here's a group of all primarily white dudes in green uniforms that are all the same color and shape and size. A bunch of nondescript stormtroopers. Especially earlier earlier in the the run of Hydra, there were very few like overweight or, you know, distinctly uh, ethnic members of Hydra. They're mostly just a bunch of white guys in, in, in green and yellow outfits. Giving you um, one of these. Yeah, giving you... I, even even that wasn't even really all that pre, uh, prevalent back when I was reading them. Back then, no, it was the, just like... No, the movie made that more of a thing. The movie made that a thing, where they're like, we need to do something that's vaguely, vaguely uh, Aryan nation, like, is Nazi-esque, but we also don't want to offend anybody by actually having no. a Heil Hitler, so... The, the, they need a hand signal, but it can't be too... It can't be too raw. It can't be too real. And it can't be co-opting someone else's like it can't be like the black power like handheld yeah they might get really upset with that so let's just do the double fist uh it makes us look like stupid supermen children pretending (laughs) Uh, sure does say uh, i i love hydra or at least i did when it was just when it was and by avengers spider-man daredevil like any superhero that needed a faceless organization going Hydra mm-hmm. needs to steal a death ray. They're trying to steal a crystal that's going to power a weapon that's going to always going to melt the polar ice caps. We we gotta we gotta beat these guys and and they always are defeated handily, like easily. By the way, NG demigod in the super chat says thanks hey. in advance for the TK three back issues tonight because I had to drop that foolishness. I hear you, man. A lot of people did. Uh, <laughs> those, I did. For those who are not in the know, Dark Knight three Master Race coming this this evening for back issues. If you're not familiar, go check it out. Man, but, you know, it's like I'm a fan of Sal. I work with Sal. I'm super excited to see that video anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited too. It's a little long too. It's it actually no, it's not as long as I expected. This episode is like I think a little under an hour. The next episode which is also we're actually going to see like how we're doing because back issues is kind of uh it's not doing as well as i would hope lately and so mm. we're going to see how it does with 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 dark knight 3 and then the next one is going to be a big spider-man book which mm. is almost a double length episode so i hope you guys enjoy Ooh. that one as well so we're going to see how it goes but uh but i'm very excited for the the uh the enthusiasm for dk3 because uh, i certainly didn't have any when it came out um but yeah, uh, I love Hydra and how lame they were and how like Marvel went, no, 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 they're really evil and, be- and they're really effective too. Like n- you can't, like I, that's part of the reason I think why I couldn't get into Secret Empire is because I could never really get into the, the effectiveness or the, the mystique of Hydra. Because they were too jokes for too jokey for too long, They're and practic- then to see them become ultra competent. Yeah, they were practically uh, Sphinx from Venture Brothers, or yeah. uh, or the Monarchs henchmen, like. They're literally just those guys. I mean, of course, the Monarchs henchmen. If you're not familiar with Venture Brothers, watch Venture Love Brothers. But, so good. But uh, Venture Brothers Monarchs henchmen are, I think, a perfect amalgam of 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 a Hydra and AIM. They really are. And that's another one I want to talk about a little bit is AIM. I was gonna say before we move on to that, the thing about Hydra. Yeah, talk about but why I think Hydra is such a perfect evil organization, too, is that their ideology is so wonderfully malleable to whatever is evil at the time, where it's like, oh, you know, we're a deep Nazi science division. No, now we're kind of more like weird alien space god worshippers. Okay, now we're representative of, like, some actual crazy shit happening in the real world right now. We're representative of everything. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing, is that if you are a joke organization that is that has no distinctly specific theming except for like an, a, a, a fake octopus yeah then you basically ju- can just make them fit into any mold you want and throughout they do. time and they do uh however i will say uh aim not so much i've always no. liked aim and their design if you're not familiar with aim it stands they're for, really cool looking stands for advanced idea mechanics these were basically the evil scientist version of Hydra. At least that's how I always interpreted them. Um, I always called them beekeepers. And every time (laughs) I see more than one AIM soldier, and you know you never see one by themselves at a con, I always clasp them on the shoulder and say, nice work, because I love the beekeeper outfit design. (laughs) And if it's really good looking, I I mean, like, I'll give them a fiver. Because, like, it's just so awesome to see it in the real world. It is a good look. I love AIM. I don't know why. 
I think it's because I like the yellow theming, but like they're basically just evil scientists. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what is yeah, the, the deal with the, They're a collection of mad scientists. Again, like they said, that you always fit the role where it's like, you know, we need a death ray. We need a doomsday device. We need, you know, uh, a pathogen that will infect the world. What I always dug about AIM is that they have like this very office drone like hierarchy to them because it's like you know you have the aim commanders and then you have modok and then you have everything that's like jesus christ it's like actually working a day-to-day job being an aim agent that's the thing it's actually i was so uh, upset in iron man 3 when i saw tony wearing an aim t-shirt yeah i was like hey whoa 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 first of all you just threw aim away as a one-off joke and then it turned out what was it uh, the mandarin Slash Killian was running AIM or something. Yes. What a waste. What a waste of a great evil scientist empire. Um, But also, I always hated their connection to MODOK. Yeah. Because I hate MODOK. Do you now? I think MODOK is stupid. I think he's a joke. I think he's been relegated to a joke. I think for the better part of the last 20 years. There's been no... He, ha- he hasn't been a serious threat in a long time. He has been a punchline in every story exactly. he showed up. And, he, and, he, and as well, he should, because he looks stupid. Um, and by the way, I think that making... I'm surprised there was never any like gritty, edgy, evil MODOK in the 90s, where it's like, no, 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 no. I downloaded my mind into a hot, attractive body that wears a steel metal arm and has 16 guns and 12 pouches. And a trench coat. And now call me like Mr. MODOK, or like, you know, MODOK... That sucks. Call me Blood Gunner. Uh, you know, but <laughs> I'm punch. but I'm shocked that like Modok is so inexorably tied to AIM because AIM is such a neat idea and Modok is such a crappy idea. <laughs> AIM's not even really around anymore because what is it? Uh, Sunspot took it over and it became Avengers idea mechanics. That sucks. And you could have easily done a Secret Empire esque coup over Adv- Avengers idea mechanics of like AIM people who are loyal That's- to AIM. That that is what happened. Is actually. it really? Goddamn! There was a yeah. There was a bunch of guys in AIM who were like, "Oh no, we we worship the scientist supreme. We're still loyal to the original AIM." Shouldn't they be loyal to Hank Pym then, since he's scientist supreme? I don't know. That's a good question. That Clearly, a, these guys were the brightest pennies. That would have been way cooler, by the way, than making Pym into Ultron. Is if they were like, "No, no, no, no. We worship Hank Pym," and Hank Pym basically Daredevil shadow landing it, where it's like Hank mm-hmm. Pym's like. This evil organization of scientists all worship me. I'll try and redirect it into good. Yeah. So, and you kind of venture brothers it where like Hank Pym moves into an evil lair and like an island with a volcano. And they're like, what that's, would you that's like to literally do that's literally what Sunspot did. God damn it. Okay. Only it was just him. That's that's all new Avengers was. That sucks because I think it would work better with Hank Pym because Hank Pym is already like First of all, they seamlessly made him into an evil villain. Secondly, people are already willing to and ready to hate Hank Pym anyway. Yeah. And Hank Pym has established a scientist supreme. So, like, that's what you do with that. I don't... I don't know if it's still the case, because then uh, New Avengers became USA Avengers. I think the idea was S.H.I.E.L.D. and the government took over Avengers idea mechanics. I don't know if any of the AIM guys are still around anymore, or if they just broke off and will be ready to be a threat again down the line. Yeah, with no S.H.I.E.L.D., it's like, I don't even know what they're doing now. It's true. No no S.H.I.E.L.D. and seemingly no Hydra to the point they had to create a new Hydra-esque group, Rampart. Yeah, Rampart. I I assume, by the way, that Rampart was just... If you're not familiar, by the way, uh, Captain America number 695 introduced a new, like, Hydra-esque organization called Rampart. Um, They seem more disorganized and evil, and they have different color scheme. I I think they're supposed to be, like, the ass end of the evil organization pyramid. Like, they're not even fit to shine Hydra's jackboots. Yeah, I think that, I think Rampart is just Mark Wade wanting to do Hydra and an editorial saying, Too soon. You can't can't use Hydra, and everyone is sick of it. Wait like a year. Yeah. Um, but what, we've been talking about Marvel a lot. Do you have any DC evil organizations that might work? Oh, yeah. What have we got? Uh, uh, there's so many. Uh, here's one that I think never gets enough love. It's a smaller organization, but uh, it's one that is kind of cool and one I'd like to see them actually use a little bit more. The Royal Flush Gang, a group of super thieves with playing card themes that are all part of the same family and, you know, fathers replace brothers, etc., etc. And it's all part of this one, like, weird blue bloodline of people who love stealing stuff. Yeah, I always hated the Royal Flush Gang. Were th- 
I, and I remember uh, first being introduced to them, I think, in the cartoon. I think in Batman mm. Beyond was when I first saw them. The only show that used them to any, like, actual degree. Oh, my God, no. Uh, is it is it 10? Which one was the girl that Terry... Uh, ten, 10 was his Catwoman, yeah. Okay, because, really quick aside, Terry totally bangs her. Oh, in yeah, that episode. he does. Uh, but... <laughs> N- not even kind of hiding it, too, just like, yep, that happened. Nope, he cheats on Dana with 10, fair enough. What uh, a dipshit. <laughs> yeah, what a dipshit, but also, like, eh, I prefer 10. But that being said, yeah, uh, the Royal Flesh Gang is an evil organization, but, like, I guess in the same way that, like, uh, the, the the Hellfire Club is an evil organization. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't have membership cards, but they don't, they're too high society for that. The Royal Flesh Gang is like, oh, no, 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 keep it in the family. We're all, yeah, like you said, they're all blue bloods. We're weird aristocrats. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're creepy, incestuous aristocrats. Yeah, which they could never say because it was a kid's show. And I'm like, man, if you wanted to take this to some dark places in a comic, you probably could. It's true, it's true. But they do have good things. Theming, which I think is in keeping with our or- evil organization. Oh yeah. Uh, plus, they constantly have new members. <laughs> yeah, and you're and you're always getting a uniform. Is the thing exactly. Now, once you join the Royal Flesh Gang, you get you get the theme, you get the uniform, and you have to adhere to that theme. And you're part yeah. of this team, you know. And and also, it's not uh, it's not too competitive. There's not a lot of of members of the Royal Flesh Gang at one time. No, absolutely. And again, they're always replacing one another. It's like, oh, sure, I'm Jack today, but when the old man dies, I'll get to be king. So I move up. Probably. Yeah, there's room for improvement. Oh, no, I got like uh, downgraded to something. I got downgraded (laughs) to club. Yeah. Nathan Berg just gave us an ellipsis in the super chat. Thank you, Nathan. (laughs) Good job, Nathan. Thumbs up. uh... I also like his his icon is just a very shocked person. So it's just kind of like, like, like what we said blew his mind. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, the Royal Flush Gang, uh, by the way, can you tell me, because the chat is really going for it, but like, can you tell me anything about Hive? Because I don't know much about Hive. There's been like several, uh, what is it, variations of Hive. There's the Hive that is basically more in line with AIM and that, you know, they're evil scientists. Then, yes. you know, there's the group under Queen Bee that has more of a bee theme to it. Yeah. And then, like, Damien Dark led them for a little bit, too. They're, they really are just kind of like, you know, place fillers is what they are. I, I think one of the more interesting versions of Hive mm-hmm. was the one we saw in the Teen Titans cartoon where it's like, oh, yeah, well, we're in the business of creating uh, superheroes and superpowered individuals who we then can sell on the black market or rent out as mercenaries. Oh, absolutely. No question. Um, they they also fit the category of uh, of of... Captain Underwear uh, model from S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Ward, when he says uh, in the opening episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. where he says, like, you know, the strategic homeland intervention, blah, blah, blah. He's like, mm. people really wanted our initials to spell out S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I think that Hive definitely qualifies. Given... They've had several spellings for what Hive actually oh, no, means. The one that, like, the hierarchy of international vengeance and extermination, weak. That is Very. That is just the fakest thing. Like, that is just no. You want to be called? Just call yourselves Hive, and then just make your make your base like a hive, a big know? honeycomb, or just like a, a a terrible office farm of cubicles, and call that the hive. <laughs> I know if I, I like worked it. for a cubicle farm, I would definitely be like, "Well, back in the hive, welcome to the hive." No, I'd be don't 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 come up with ridiculous st- sayings for your name. Norman Osborn didn't when he created Hammer. No, he just wanted it to say hammer, and he had cool uniforms. They were purple and green, because of course they were. Because of course, because it's the Green Goblin theming everybody. That's If you're ever going like, to... We should actually unofficially come up with qualifications if you're going to start your own evil organization. We really should. I mean, number one, I think theming is a big thing. It must... Yeah, well... What's your deal? What's yeah. your what, what's your motivation? What's the uniform going to look like? Well, yeah, and, and what's your logo? Your, your uniform should... In in a in in the perfect world, your uniform should reflect whatever you're trying to affect with your with with your evil organization. But yes. you know, Hydra, they're green. It doesn't really work unless you talk about like how how evil monster octopi are green. But it doesn't really work. Mm. So you know, it doesn't. It's 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 more like a guideline than a rule. A, a lot of Hydra doesn't make sense. Like they're called Hydra. But their logo is an octopus, not a hydra. Right. Yeah. Cut off one head. They're all just arms in the logo. So clearly, it's it's 
it's it's a loose it's a loose thing. But good point. Logo. You got to have a a baller logo that mm-hmm. can't be mistaken for a good guy team logo. Absolutely. It's got to be something evil looking. Yes, must be evil and imposing, but also simple. You got to have a good graphic designer on your team that comes up with a really, really solid, eye-catching, minimalist mm. logo that oh, yeah. immediately affects your, uh, you know, your, your message from the moment you see it. Uh, and it's got to be something you can put on hats and t-shirts and armbands Oh, of course, because else. as Yogurt said, merchandising is where it's at. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, uh, crap, somebody mentioned Cadmus. I don't know, is is Cadmus an evil organization, or are they more like a... Because I remember they were supposed to be a good organization. I remember Double X and, and Guardian being a member of Cadmus. Cadmus is a nebulous organization. I would say they're probably as close to a true neutral organization. It all depends on who's running them at the moment. That's fair, that's fair. Like, sometimes they will clash against superheroes, but they don't have, like, a take-over-the-world ideology. Their thing is like, hey, scientific advancement and, you know, making the super soldiers and everything and making a backup Superman in Young Justice in case Superman should fuck up. Well, and they're also, aren't they subsidized by the government? So, like, they're technically that just, too. like, a, me- a branch of the government. So They are an arm of the government, which actually, that leads us to a thing. Uh, Task Force X and the Suicide Su- Squad. Suicide Squad slash Task Force X. Big time. Uh, I would also consider them to be kind of nebulous because they are an arm of the government. Well, they don't really have a logo. Well, technically, yeah, that's that's a very good point because I remember when we were trying to theme the covers of our Suicide Squad episodes of Back Issues, mm-hmm. it was really hard to find a qualifying definitive Suicide Squad logo. Um, but Task Which Force I guess X, they shouldn't have a logo because they're a secret Black Ops organization off the, the books. <laughs> they are, in essence, because they're nebulous in as much as they are, in essence, an evil organization. They are organized and they mm-hmm. are evil. However, they don't, I think, qualify as an evil organization because they're not exactly recruiting. No. And they're being pointed in the idea of quote-unquote good. They're doing the bidding of the government most of the time, even though they themselves are mostly evil. Well, and they're also drafted. Nobody joins the Suicide Squad willingly unless you count uh, Flag. I was going to say Randall Flag because I got Stephen King on the brain. but Ah, I like that. By the way, Ryan Radford in the Super Chat says, if Waller's running it with Luther, then they are evil. And See, I, I don't think Waller is evil. I think Waller, again, is true neutral. She doesn't e- Her left hand doesn't even know what her right hand is doing half the time. See, I think she's a great villain because she doesn't think she's evil. And no, yeah. if she's effective in her convincing that you're evil, then she's just an even better villain. Yeah. Um, but I think oh, she, she's a wonderful antagonist. Yeah, I think, she is an e- I think she is evil, but she doesn't think she is, and she thinks that... Or she she knows she is, but she thinks she's a necessary evil, and therefore exactly. she accepts her her her, her role, her lot in life. I, I, I'm the monster under the bed of the monsters, and in fact, some stories have even gone as far as to say where it's like, yeah, Waller, you might think you're better than all of these supervillains you press gang into servitude, but guess what? You're in here with them. This is your prison sentence as well, because the rest of the government doesn't trust you. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Um. You know, like we've been talking about comics for a while, but I did promise a couple of cartoons. Um, I did mention I did mention uh, Cobra. Cobra is just like every Cobra. other one. Cobra, Cobra is a great, great logo. They got a battle cry. They got it all. Oh man, yeah, they have a. I guarantee they have a theme song somewhere that they play on like eight track. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, Cobra. The problem with Cobra is they have a horribly they have they have the problem that AIM has, which is they have horrible management. Yes. Um, because you have Cobra and you like Cobra Commander, and you have Destro, and there's there's always the threat of a coup. Yes, Destro always. Destro is constantly undermining Cobra Commander. Cobra <laughs> Commander is constantly uh, undercutting and not believing in Destro's capabilities. And so, as such, you just have chaos and dis- and disharmony. No one is working effectively. I'm surprised that anyone can get uh you know their teeth cleaned. Through Cobra's dental plan, you know? Cobra, much like Hydra, too, their ideologies have changed with the decades and changed to match what is particularly evil at the moment. What I find interesting about Cobra is back during, like, the original Larry Hama comics and everything, Cobra started as a domestic terrorist group that was angry at the government. Like, Cobra Commander himself, he was, like, a used car salesman who was mad because they took my gerb. And, like, they live under Springfield, which is, like, this small, idyllic town, but everyone who lives there is actually cobra and i'm like wow that's that's super frightening and also like 
if they made that today, everyone would be like, oh, this is so topical. It, it wasn't when it was created. It's more topical now than when it was created. Agreed. No, yeah. By the way, Ryan Radford clarifies, I was referring to JLU, great TV show. I agree, JLU definitely uh, was an excellent show and also depicted some terrific evil organizations. Uh, we saw the Serpent not the, the Serpent Society, but the other guys. The there's another There's another snake organization over there. I don't remember what uh, they Yeah, there's the Cult of the Cobra. There's the Serpent Society. Every, every, there's a bunch of snake cults. Basilisk. Basilisk, yes. Which, yeah. What, what is it with all the fucking snake cults? I don't know. Uh, do any of the Lanterns count as an evil organization? Sinestro Corps, for example? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say Sinestro Corps has definitely been evil for a long period of time. Same with the Red Lanterns. They're definitely destructive, that's for sure. And they do. They have a hierarchy. They have uh, they have a health plan. And as much as their rings provide them with everything they need, uh, they also they have, have great super logo. logos and uniforms. Oh, terrific. Yeah, no, I uh, yeah, I would love to be a, a lantern in any core just to get a sweet rad lantern costume. And if you're really important, your lantern costume can be a little bit different, a little bit more customized yeah, from everyone yeah, else. Exactly. Yeah. If you're Kyle Rayner, it can be completely off the off the off, off the reservation. Heck, if you're Simon Baz, you can have short sleeves and a mask. You can have whatever, man. Yeah, and a gun holster. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, uh, Leviathan, the chat mentions that's that's an interesting one from Grant Morrison's Batman Leviathan, which is kind of like his take on like an Illuminati, New World Order, everything's connected kind of organization. Yeah, the Black Hand as well. And, 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 Another but, good one. But yeah, uh, I think those are more like ar aristocratic type uh, organizations. They're you know they're kind of like the like I said the the Hellfire Club. Who by the they're way they're also secret because they have no logos. That's true. Yeah, no logos, no logos, and uh, you know. I don't know if they're. I think. I think you have to be independently wealthy to be a part of that. Actually, I think. Boy, did Leviathan have a logo? Or am I thinking it's maybe one of the sub things of Leviathan? Because that was the thing. They're a group that makes up about a dozen other evil organizations. Yes, uh, but what about uh, what about Spiral? Did they, I mean, I assume they. Oh. They have a great one. It's it's a spider web, which you're like, well, why, there's spiral. Why is it not a spiral? Why is it a web? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but yeah. they actually explain why it's a web because it's connected to Dr. Daedalus and all that other stuff. Right. I still say it needs to be a, a, a spiral, but whatever. Um, what about uh, Checkmate? Oh, Checkmate is super. Man, I wish DC would do more with Checkmate. They've been doing so much great stuff. I just think the idea of Checkmate is so cool. Because before they invented Argus as just being a completely S.H.I.E.L.D.-esque ripoff organization, there was Checkmate that kept all the super-powered individuals in line, and they had a chessboard theme, so they had a great logo, they oh, had yeah. great uniforms, and a cool idea where it's like, you know, the white set was made up of non-powered individuals, and the black set was made up of super-powered individuals, and everyone <laughs> needed a partner. Yeah, no, that is that that completely counts as, as an evil organization. Because um, they're organized. I think that's a big thing at the end of the day is that they are organized. Um, what about the Legion of Doom? I was just thinking about that. Yeah. The, you know, because uh, I think the Legion of Doom is kind of like the same thing as the Illuminati or uh, the uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. It's or, a secret club. It's just a secret club of, like, separate bad guys who get together once in a while. Although, that, that being said, the Avengers are more or less like that. I mean, like... They're a good organization. Sinister Six. The Sinister Six. Yeah, the Sinister Six has no has no theming logo. They're just no. You know, even though uh, you know there's theming within the Spider-Man Rogues Gallery of most of them being animals, the Sinister Six is not because like there, there's no sand monster. Um, no. In the animal Sh kingdom. It's, it's like, sh should that be, like, uh, an episode in and of itself, evil team-ups and everything? Because you could talk about, like, the Superman Revenge Society. At least they have a logo. That's true. The Superman Revenge... Isn't it just the Superman logo with a circle with a slash through it? Yep, that's it. But they have a logo. They got a little bit more than the Sinister Six wow, and the spent, Legion of Doom. They spent a little less time on that than I do on the covers for these episodes. I imagine Toy Man sitting there in Photoshop. Okay, what should our logo be, everybody? Well, we hate Superman, so we need a word that means no Superman. Like, or okay. an image. Uh, we could put no Superman. No, no, no. We need like a, a, uh, a, a, a device. Like, like no smoking. Oh, that's it. Perfect. <laughs> hey, you know, I really like that Married with Children show. We'll go with no ma'am, but it'll just be no Superman. <laughs> <laughs> You're a thinker, Toy Man. Good job, Shot. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've earned your spot. Um, man, uh, somebody mentioned a while back, and I was definitely going to mention this earlier, but like, what about those evil like ninja organizations like the League of Shadows oh. or the Hand? The Hand at least has a logo most of the time. It's just a big, red, scary hand. It's a big, red, scary hand. It's basically the same thing as the Saruman, the white squad of the Uruk. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Hand... 
aren't most of them ghosts or something? Some of them are undead. That, that's that's what I kind of like and hate about the hand is that they are still mysterious. They worship a demon. Sometimes. Sometimes they're assassins for money. Sometimes. That's the thing, is that there's no organization within the hand except when it, there is, and they demonstrably follow it. The, the, the hand never really has a leader except for when it's important to the story. Like in that last Charles Souls bit, there was like the human embodiment of the beast, you know, their demon god who was screwing with Daredevil. Yeah, or the one from the show. I mean, like there's... That's it. There's a lot of... There's, yeah, I mean, even in the even the Netflix Defenders and Daredevil and subsequent shows in there, they have more organization than the comics The Hand, which is just like, no, eh, there's dudes, it's just ninjas. Yeah, it's just, just, just ninjas. Just whatever, you know. Uh, League of Shadows and League of Assassins, which they've now split the difference and said those are actually two different groups now. I've heard that. that uh, I was always like, like, yeah, no, they're the same thing. But now, no. Now they're different. League of, League of Shadows is above the League of Assassins now. The League of Assassins is how Ra's al Ghul makes his money by, you know, uh, renting out the deadliest killers in the world to topple regimes and kill people. But, you know, the League of Shadows, that's his, like, real badass takeover the world force led by Lady Shiva. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I like he splits that into two where it's like, no, nah, I got to diversify my villainous portfolio. I need a group and a subgroup. Yeah, I guess that just makes sense because people just people just were frustrated and confused by this by by the separation um what was i gonna say oh yeah and inversely because we said we talk about like tv and stuff what about the foot clan oh yes gotta love them the foot clan's interesting because in the cartoons they're robots yes so there's really technically only like six members of the team and it's two of them are mutant monsters one's a brain and the other one is shredder so there's only like four (laughs) And, and don't their origins always change from like adaptation to adaptation oh, about yeah. why they are what they are? Oh yeah, absolutely. They're uh, they're Orokusaki's order of you know worshippers or uh, a team he was a part of. I mean, I'm sure the IDW series has completely d- deepened and widened the expansive history of the Foot Clan and what they mean. I know that Splinter took them over and everything. It's a mess. Like, <laughs> but uh, but uh, but when it used to be simple. The Foot Clan was a a joke based off the hand, but b when the more uh, you know movie and cartoon you got into it, it's like no 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 like the Foot Clan has a logo, they have a base, mm-hmm. they they're basically like Cobra, only most of them are robots. Yeah, they got uniforms. They got uniforms. They have a hierarchy. They have a place to go, stay, live, uh, you know, return to. No, the logo for uh, for the Foot Clan is the foot. Yeah, and it's great. I used to draw it. It was like the 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 heel and then the the toes are separate. It's yeah, 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 I like that. Um, but yeah. It's well uh, designed. Uh, the chat keeps saying the Court of Owls. Yeah, they're a pretty solid evil organization. Well, I think they par- they qualify as the Hellfire Club and the other guys. Like, they're a bunch of aristocratic douchebags who, you know... Uh, like, eyes wide shut cultists pulling strings from afar. Now, that said, they do have a hierarchy, I think. Mm, they do. And they also have access to the owl, uh, to the to the talons. Mm-hmm. So they, they have their they, own foot soldiers, essentially. They have their own foot soldiers. They, do they have a... I don't think they have a logo, though. The, the mask is their logo. Oh yeah, that's right. The freaking look, yeah, because they're the all creepy. they're all homogenized. So yeah, that the, the, they're all slender man. They're all like you know, Legion one is many thing. Right, right, right. That's fair. Okay, no, no, no. So you never know who you're dealing with. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Somebody mentioned the Spider Verse vampires. You mean uh, the Inheritors? They yes. suck uh, big time. I, I think I mean like, but they are also a bunch of in, uh, incestuous. Uh, aristocratic people who are like weirdos. You know, all, they're they're more like the royal flush gang. Uh, yeah, gang. much closer. Uh, by the way, the red samurai in the super chat says, "Just wondering if you talked about the secret society slash the the Injustice League. They're antagonists of the Justice League, heavily featured in cartoons, and they should be villains in the next, Just, the next Justice League movie." Um, I don't know if they should be the next villains in the Justice League movie. I think that I mean, if if you can't get the heroes right, yeah, I mean, like giving uh giving people two Justice Leagues when you barely introduce the first Justice League is, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind I, of, I, I yeah. definitely like the cartoons uh, version of the Secret Society as why it is what it was and why it oh, was different yeah. than other Injustice gangs where Gorilla Grodd's like, hey, it's a super villainous co-op, basically. Oh, yeah. No, I... The, the JLU's portrayal of them, I mean, basically, we ta- we mentioned them when we said the Legion of Doom, but the Injustice mm. League slash Secret Society is so- so perfectly executed in the show. 
where it really is. Grodd is manipulating everybody. He makes you think that he's that he's going for the big payday, and then he's like, "No, I'm turning you on the gorillas." And then Lex Luthor's like, "I, you know, I was going to wait a couple of weeks before I was going to spring my before mm-hmm. I was going to betray you, but like turning the world into apes." Blam. <laughs> it's it's really good. Like, I like the idea on. too that like Grodd was taking a cut of everyone's like bank robberies and shit too to fund this crazy gorilla pan- yeah, plan. How cr- I mean like by the way, perfect uh reveal slash twist is is Grodd's Oh no no no, I just want to make everybody into apes. Oh yeah, that's kind of your thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's been your whole thing. Son of a bitch, I should have seen that coming. That's all you do. Uh yep. but yeah. Yeah, I think that introducing them, if you, if, I think that the movies, if they do anything, they'll treat them like Spectre from the Mm-mm. from the new movies, where they're like, "Hey, uh, like, no, like we caught this one guy, and like he was part of something, and like, oh, like there's 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 quiet underpinnings of like of some kind of organization going on, and you know, like basically teasing an evil organization, like setting mm-hmm. up another thing." Uh, Tevia in the super chat says, "What about Organization Thirteen? Aren't they evil?" Oh yeah, it's from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, those guys are pretty good. I never played it, so I don't know. <laughs> they're they're pretty solid. They wear creepy black robes. They have this cultish thing. They have very uh, complicated motives and everything. They do have a logo. They do have uniforms. It is the black robes, and they all basically have like code names and everything else. So yeah, they fit. Yeah. Uh, I also, oh god, what was I gonna mention? There was another group that I was thinking about. Uh, the Guild of Calamitous Intent. I love those guys. <laughs> yeah, they're being there. They're the evil organization, but they're more like a, they're more they're more like a parent organization that runs all the other evil organizations. Because like the monarch technically is an evil yes. organization, uh, so is Sphinx and other things like that. So yeah, I think so. It's it's a smart idea, and they even have quite an interesting origin as well, where it's like yeah, you know, we were brought together by all these super smart people to watch over the orb and everything, but you know, the organization lost its way and got corrupted. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I like that idea too. Where it's like, you know, organizations where they start and where they end are often very different. No, it's true. I was going to mention Intergang because oh. I hate Intergang. They're do you? They're so crappy and so I love the boring. name. I like the name too, but they're ne- like, they do have uniforms. They have a theme. They steal. They're like regular mooks that steal new Genesis technology and use it to commit yeah. crimes. Is that the idea? They, they trade in alien tech and oftentimes they have a pipeline to apocalypse. What I always like about Intergang is like you never see traditional like organized crime in Metropolis because you're dealing with fucking Superman. He'd deal with you in no time. I like that these guys keep at it even though they're dealing with a Superman, even though realistically they could take their alien tech, go to Gotham or Central City and freaking run that they place. Would, yeah, they don't. Well, you know what's funny? I, I can imagine there's a scene where the inner gang people, you know, it's it's a, it's a scene that you open the book or story with where it's just like a bunch of disgruntled members of inner gang that originally, like, they all used to meet up to play poker, but then they started <laughs> talking about how shitty the organization is and how they have no plan and how it's terrible. And so they started, like, conspiring. And so they, the, the poker games got more and more militaristic. And so <laughs> at one point or another, like, there's, like, 12 dudes and they're all in this warehouse and they're talking about how it's like, like, uh, okay, we're finally going to make the break. We're going to go. We're going to create our own group. We're going to go do this thing. Um, we're going to move. We got to pick the city and what, and every city has a super person where we're going to go. And like one guy suggests Gotham and they're like, fucking no, there's no (laughs) way I'm going to Gotham. First of all, there's too many, uh, other villains. Secondly, the second the Joker hears about it, it's over. I don't want to have anything to do. I don't want to bump into that son of a bitch at any point. No, 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 no. We're going to happy Harbor, Rhode Island. That's the, that's the plan. Like, I can imagine, and then you know the maid, the leader of Intergang shows up and like blows them up with new Genesis technology. Which they've had a couple leaders. There's Bruno Ugly Mannheim. There was Whisper Morgan Edge was yes. a leader of Intergang for no, a bit. That's true. Yeah, that's the other thing is that they have a they have a high turnover rate. But uh, Intergang they do. does count. But I think they suck. <laughs> Now, it's funny, you mentioned intergang, people, like, here's the thing, I'm going to say this now, the 100, you're going to be talking about them more because they're going to be the villains for that Black Lightning show. They were kind of interesting, uh, the 100. I've heard the name, but I don't know them uh, too well. Uh, what's the Spanish word for 100? They started as, like, a Spanish group. 
Yeah, yeah, El Cienz, the uh, the 100, they were also made up of a group of immortals who amassed a bunch of wealth in racketeering and, like, prostitution and gun running and everything. And then they sent their agents of the original 100 to, like, all the different corners of the globe to start their own 100, essentially. Okay, all right, that counts. I've never uh, Tobias Whale is a member. Uh, Merlin is on their team as a retainer. He's, like, an assassin they hire quite frequently. Okay. Um, somebody reminded me of the Pride from Runaways. Good call. Good call. Um, again, more of a shadow, like, cultist organization, but still I think it counts. Um, this Scorpio from The Simpsons. Yeah, ah, Scorpio's good... more like an evil, like, he's more like an evil guy, you know, who runs. Yeah, I guess he's or- he is not the organization. He is the guy who makes it work. I mean, his, na- his group probably had a name. We just didn't hear it. Right, exactly. Um, they should be called Scorpio, but the, but it, it's it's redundant because the guy's name is Scorpio. Team Rocket, as the chat says, team yeah, Rocket. yeah, yeah. I mean, there you, te- you know, and I, as I understand it, like Team Rocket, like the team we follow around, are like idiot losers from the team. Like nobody. Cares They're about bottom them. of the barrel. Everyone else is actually getting work done. Yeah, exactly. Um, what about their the leader is Giovanni? Yeah. Oh yeah, the that's oh yeah the umbrella. I hate them and how bullshit they are. Uh, they are really crappy corporate villains. But in every video game, you need an umbrella-like group. Like, what's that game everyone's playing right now? Uh, Evil Within, Mobius is their umbrella-like group. I see, I see, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the freaking cult from Silent Hill, that's another pretty evil organization. And a really <laughs> incompetent evil organization, too. They keep fucking up and playing with powers they don't understand. Well, that's the thing. Don't don't get involved in, uh, in, in uh, Lovecraftian horror and expect it to work out for you. Uh, you know, you're not going to resurrect the god. I'm sorry. Uh, or uh, if you do, he'll kill you instantly. Naturally. Um, oh, crap. You know who I didn't mention is the Galactic Empire from Star Wars. Oh, oh very evil organization. It's like the, yeah, the, and they, they're like the number one. Like, I think they completely count because they're, they're like, they're like the, uh, they have posters. Like, all the other evil organization have posters they're, they're, that's like the hang in there kitty poster because it's like yeah. okay they got the great theming they, they got the hierarchy they got the dental plan but they also run the go- there are the government like they went from yeah. like a crappy group of, uh, of of militants to the governing body they they, ma- they they're like local boy makes good they made it it's true so yeah they definitely count although I would go from like organization to like evil governments and I think that might be an episode but I doubt it. Um, yeah, I don't know if we could get a whole episode. It's like, hey, the V for Vendetta government, you know, all this other stuff. Yeah, although, and, you know, I don't know if organization counts as like, counts for the same thing as, uh, like, evil corporations. You know, like, does OCP count? I don't think yeah. so, because I don't think they see themselves as evil. They're just greedy no. and stupid. Uh, um, the the Ultor Corporation from Saints Row and Red Faction. Good call, Savage Dragon. Those guys are evil? I don't know. I've never played those They're games. They're super evil, and they keep coming back in everything, too. Although I think by the time, what is it, uh, Agents of Mayhem rolls around, which is also a sequel to Red Faction and Saints Row. They exist in the same universe. They've become a new organization now, very much in line with G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Millennium from Helsing. They're vampires and they're Nazis and their leader is a robot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they're fucking awesome. And also, they, they escaped with the help of the Catholic Church and they've created a thousand zombies to lead the new Fourth Reich. Okay. Hey, speaking of Catholic Church, what about the Grail from Preacher? Oh, there's another good one. Have they have they uh, come up in the show yet? I don't know. I know they there were flashes of hair star and everybody, but I stopped watching. Yeah, I uh, watched the first episode, and that was that for me. You were done. Ah, uh, yes, it was such an. But, but how about the boys? Amazon's going to be making the boys. They can fuck that up all they want to. I hate <laughs> the boys. So knock yourself out. They should have led with the boys, had it fail, and then they could leave the pre. Then they leave preacher alone. <laughs> Fats Norlax says, "What about just the Catholic Church?" Yeah, depending on what show you're watching, yeah. Oh yeah, depending on what fic, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think he was. I think he meant like re- realistically. In but, in real life, hey, I'm I'm saying not, in. Let's not get uh, heavy art, and depressing. <laughs> art imitates life sometimes. Is yeah. all he's saying. Um. Yeah, I guess so. Uh. Let's see. Ooh, Shadow Lou from Street Fighter. I don't know what they do besides wanting to take over the world and fight. Right. <laughs> What is that, M. Bison's organization? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. By the way, if you've never watched uh, the Pete Holmes sketch uh, Street Fighter Red Tape, it's it's phenomenal. It's basically just his X-Men uh, sketches, but with Street Fighter. And he uh, talks to M. Bison, and M. Bison's, like, ho- like, rolling out with his plan and, like, 
the, the accountant is just like, you're hemorrhaging money. You have no <laughs> way. And he's like, no, no, no. And, and then apparently you have to, uh, every fighter gets to destroy a fully loaded, you know, Mercury, <laughs> like, car. Nice. He's like, oh, yes, it's, it has to have all the features. And it's like, you, th- why? It's a, test, it's a test of strength. Like, that doesn't make any sense. We're, we're hemorrhaging money. Why don't we just pick one city? We've got to fly every fighter to every other city, to all the cities. Yes. He's like, yes, the world tournament. Like, no, 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 no. Why don't we all just have them go to Atlanta? <laughs> we can have a great, uh, yeah. Yeah, chat saying to uh, the Templars from Assassin's Creed. What's interesting about the Templars yeah. is that you'll occasionally get to play whole games from their point of view. And I actually think Ubisoft is weirdly more sympathetic to the Templars because, like, what is I think, like, Assassin's Creed Rogue in the beginning of 3. I'm like, I don't know, man. The Templars are kind of winning me over with what they're saying. <laughs> They're like, look, we do bad things, but all we really want is order is the thing. And, like, here's the other thing. The assassins are, like, weirdly religious and dogmatic is the thing. But the Templars are like, oh, let the Father of Understanding guide us. And their ranks are made up of, like, some of the greatest scientists and logic men who ever lived. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I kind of want to hang out with the Templars. Like, I'm just saying what's like, ooh, I can hang out with Machiavelli, the leader of the Italian Renaissance assassins, or, you know, I can hang out with Rodrigo Borgia over here. <laughs> I don't fair. know, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> saying lean back. I think Joel might secretly be a Templar. I think he might be right. I think we just found that out. Uh, <laughs> Look, father of understanding guide us. <laughs> Decepticon 690 in the Super Chat reminds us of Talon from Overwatch. Good mm. call, man. Uh, I only know about it because Tiffany plays that game like nobody's business, and so I hear all about it. Um, I'm fascinated by the Overwatch universe and what they're doing because it's, I mean, it's basically a superhero team. It's oh, practically yeah. like, and as I understand, it didn't the comic get all fucked. Like, as, I, I heard that like there was a comic and then like it got screwed up because there was like some some like d- objectionable material or something. I don't know what the hell happened, but like- I, I never fall. Fo- I only followed it from afar. Like again, I, I know people who are fans of it and I kind of hear about it. Yeah. I mean like the, the fact is overwatch lends itself to comics and no, very much. So and I like the idea of, uh, by the way, good call bringing up the evil organization from overwatch because like, I'm sure a million other people are like, yes, who don't watch the show because they yeah, t- talk about overwatch. Yeah. Um, do the Shi'ar Talons count? Oh, yeah. I mean, do, yeah. There, we could go all day for, like, evil alien races and evil, There's alien, a lot. evil alien organizations from them. I mean, like... That's that's a show right there, evil aliens or alien races. Yeah, evil aliens and alien races or just alien races is freaking awesome. The idea <laughs> men from the tick. The idea men are a one-off, but yes, the idea men are organized and they have a plan. They're going to blow up the dam. That's it. Yeah, the chat, too, mentioning more DBZ ones, uh, the Frieza Force and uh, the Red Ribbon Army. The Red Ribbon Army, definitely, they have a logo. They're a paramilitary organization. They make killer androids. They have scientists and a bunch of money and a leader and everything. Yeah, they're definitely fitting in there. Oh, yeah. All as do, by the way, uh, somebody mentioned the Brotherhood of Evil mm. from, uh, from, T- from the Titans and from Doom Patrol. Right on. Yes. Good call. Yes, uh, they definitely count. They have a logo. They have a whole thing. They're... They're together. I remember somebody mentioned a while back uh, the crime syndicate. And yeah. I'm actually surprised it took us that long to get there because, like, the crime syndicate alone are basically just the evil Justice League. But, like, yeah. when you when you go to the crime syndicate's home base, like, when you go home with them, like, they actually run everything and they, they are do. an evil organization. And they're, They've already taken over the world. They're the status quo now. People yeah. just kind of live their lives around the crime syndicate. Exactly. Although, I don't know. Does the crime syndicate have a logo? Because I don't, I don't think, think they, they do. do. The Justice League has a logo, but I don't think the crime syndicate does. Yeah, and I think they should. I think there should be, like, at least some kind of definitive cool logo. Like a big C with an S inside or something. Yeah, something that's not complicated. Like I said, not complicated, very simple and uh, and cool. Um, you know, just just the conveys and and also to convey know. the evil intent of the crime syndicate. Absolutely. The, the chat saying, too, hey, when you join the Frieza Force, you get armor. What's weird about the Frieza Force, though, is that it's implied that they are only agents of the far greater planet trade organization that we never hear anything more about. Apparently, there's this group in the Dragon Ball Z universe just striking planets for their resources and trading them. But now we got a punch, so we can't learn any more about this organization. That's too bad. That actually sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> it sounds very interesting. I think it's implied that Frieza's dad, King Cold, runs it, so the Frieza Force is also like a family business on top of that. 
Uh, speaking of video games, and before somebody you mentioned video games, uh, somebody mentioned I was thinking about like, is Robotnik just an evil guy or does he have an evil organization? He's a guy. He's just a dude with a bunch of robots, I think. And Bowser, like, again, I don't read Bowser the Archie comics because Bowser's more like an evil family. He's more like the Royal Flush Gang. Like Bowser's got his have, like, wings and everything. Yeah. yeah, but he has to like make children that join his evil. Or- Although you got the Goombas and the Koopa Troopas and the Goop and you know all that stuff. So yeah, I which, think which are they subservient races? Did they exist before? And did Bowser just press gang them into servitude? What's what, what's be- the deeper Mario lore? Yeah, that would be very. You know, I'm surprised it actually doesn't come up in Max Landis's 900 page opus. <laughs> uh, but if you haven't read it, by the way, uh, Google Max Landis' Super Mario Brothers movie because it's a read, man. I got about 200 pages in and I went, okay, I got to stop. But uh, uh, The chat's saying it's part of the Koopa Kingdom, so I guess it's an empire. Yeah, I guess Bowser is the head of his own empire. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Don't forget, uh, crap, I was thinking about the, uh, the, the, the Galactic Federation from Metroid. They have a logo there, but they're more like an army. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they're an organization, but they do have the logo and they are kind of evil. So I think that works. Like, like I was going to say, you obviously know more about Star Trek than I do. Well, what about some evil groups in the Star Trek universe or are they all kind of like neutral? Well, I mean, like the Klingon Empire was evil for a time, at least as far they, as like the, 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 the original series was concerned. Uh, they've had some evil eras, but then we kind of get to know them more. It's like, nah, you're more like Cold War Russia and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, once they jumped into that, they were like, yeah. But, uh, but no, I mean – I mean, oh, the Borg. But they're not really an organization. They're an evil alien life form. Yeah, the Borg are more are, – are, they're also like a collective. They're all kind of like one hive mind. Uh, although if you separate a Borg, you can get one. I mean uh, – by the way, Decepticon 690 reminded me. Thank you so much. I can't believe I forgot about this. Aperture Science. They do what they must and Black Mesa. Don't forget about Black Mesa. They're really evil. But Aperture – yeah, Aperture Science, they were – I don't think they were – they were not evil. They were just they, – they were just uh, – desperate in pursuit of science and uh they were negligent black mesa is evil <laughs> someone says the rare hunters from Yu-Gi-Oh. wow that's a deep cut radical radish but i got it i can't help you man i <laughs> dude dude they're an evil cult who wears like hoods and they go around stealing the most valuable children's trading cards I mean, that is evil, stealing cards from children. Uh, yeah. And wearing robes does add an, ele- an element of creepiness to it. Indeed. But, uh, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Langley, for reminding me of Section 31 from Starfleet's Black Ops. They're not an evil mm. organization. They just, The ends justify the means, don't they? <laughs> the, the Predacons and the Decepticons, are they evil or do they fall into evil alien races? The de- I'll say this. The Decepticons, I think, count. Because you can defect, and they have a, mm. and they have a baller logo. I think I would say they really the, do. The Decepticons might have one of the best logos. It's pretty great. That's yeah, so good. It's so great. It was on my buddy's car for twenty years. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, holy shit. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me of the Decepticons. The Predacons. Eh, the, eh, that's more like splitting hairs at this point. We're talking about the Decepticons. You you know we're talking about the Predacons and all that. Yeah, yes, Damien, the authority, truly an evil organization. From a WWE, goddammit. <laughs> yes, that's, it's like, ooh, ooh, we're the evil group who technically, because we involved the boss's daughter and, like, the general manager, we're also the bad guys. Yeah. Um, and I guess Don't you, you talk- hate your boss? <laughs> and I guess you could talk about, uh, uh, what's it called, um, the, the uh, Clues organization from Tron Legacy. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, now I'm just now I'm just grasping at straws. I mean, like the, the fact is, there's so many different the elite Supermans, like the, the people that fought Superman. I like uh, those guys. DV8 from Gen 13. Like, there's a lot of different evil organizations uh, that you could that you could draw from. Obviously, we we touched upon a few of them, but like there's a bazillion more. But I think I, I think someone mentioned from Legend of Korra uh, the Equalists and the Order of the Red Lotus. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty good ones too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the Fire Nation kind of became an evil organization, but. Uh, uh, you know, but they're not supposed to be, you know, and yeah. and uh, they also established like not all people in the Fire Nation are evil. So, you know, it's no, like, you know, um, S- same with the Mandalorians as they're saying. Also, I think Mandalorians fall into an alien race thing. Are they? I mean, like they, well, the humanoid. I'm yeah, I don't know. The Mandalorians are, are a complicated bunch because there's a lot of discontinuity with them. When I, what I remember about the Mandalorians versus what they've retconned about the Mandalorians are completely they're, they're worlds apart. I've no it's goddamn true. idea at this point. Uh, Black Sun is an evil organization. Hey, there you go, Black Sun. Good call, man. 
Um, also, and I guess we could wrap it up with Weapon X is another evil oh. organization. But again, I think they count uh, as another evil governmental organization. You know, like they're yes. Yeah, uh, so, sometimes they're funded by the government. Sometimes they're working for themselves. Yeah, I don't know. I never really understood the the, the whole thing about Weapon X. I mean, like I know that Weapon X is an evil organization because they're 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 organized. Obviously, the X is the is is the <laughs> is the logo. Um, but they're also sometimes subsidized and other times they're like, an evil their shadow goals group. are pretty nebulous too. Where it's like, we want to create super soldiers. Why? To sell to, them? Like, is yeah, it... to make money on the black market mercenary game. But sometimes they work for us doing mercenary stuff for yeah, us. Yeah, like I, 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 you, you, your goals are not very clear. You don't really, you, you know what? You're going to have to like really hunker down and organize in order to get me to understand it. YK2K, no, fuck the Trade Federation. I'm not going to talk about them. Um, <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Fuck the Trade Federation. Fuck I don't want to talk about them. I'm not going to talk about them. I hate them so much. Roger, Roger. Um, and the evil organization from Stranger Things. Yeah, I don't yeah, even know what which, they're called. but uh, Yeah, they don't have a name. They don't have a logo. We just know they're the evil organization. Yeah, they're the bad guys. That's all you need to know. But, but I love the Morlock gang from season two. Oh, no, no spoilers. I haven't finished the show. God damn it, really? I didn't spoil too much. No, I don't even know what that is, so it works out. Well, no, you, you, you saw them in episode one. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! It's been like four episodes, and they're, they're, there's nothing. So, all right. Um, but, yeah, so there you have it, everybody. We talked a little bit about, uh, you know, organizations. We named a bunch. And uh, let's wrap it up with, like, so if you want to start your own evil organization, what are some mm. things you need to have in order to actually, in order to be taken seriously in in the world in the annals of history with all these different organizations you need a grand unifying ideology yep. but be sure to pick something that is easily recognizable but also vague enough so you can change with the times you don't want to be an outdated organization you know like specter and you know hydra and all these other groups you know some of them have their roots in kind of like you know cold war fear or like you know world war ii nazi fear but you know you want to be able to update and change with the time i would also say stay secular if you can because you're gonna cross that uh, line from evil organization into cult and while that is a noble profession for evil groups uh you might want to stick with just if you if you want to you know, get, uh, you know, actually, if you want to go and get taxism status, you go the cult route. But we're talking about creating a, an empire like a company. So, you know. Some, some groups swing back and forth. You have the Hellfire Club, then you have the Hellfire Cult and everything. That's true. That's true. So I guess that's kind of, that, that's up to you, but I would, I, I would have your roots in something secular. Uh, that said, you also need to have a baller logo that is simplistic but also conveys your evil intent. Well, also, uh, you, you have to remember recruitment is key, and part of that is a, is, is a, is a killer logo. So make sure your yeah. logo rocks. Uh, you also need to have think about recruitment, and which means you have to have what is known as incentives. Absolutely. Uh, why am I going to join your evil organization, especially if there is a an equal and opposite good organization that will battle me uh, possibly to death? Why am I going to yes. give up my life, or at least risk it, or put it on the line for your organization? I got to have incentives. <laughs> Room for advancement helps. Having tiered leadership is nice. Where it's like, okay, you start out as a grunt in our organization today, but you know, you could you could get a desk job, you could get a cool hat, and be one of the top guys. That's true. That's something that you don't really see very much in evil organization. I think it's an ideal that we can strive for, which is which is advancement. Because wouldn't it be much more heartening for a stormtrooper? And I don't mean a Star Wars one. Just the people who 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 who, ex who execute the the rule of law and shoot the bad or the good guys with their lasers depending uh, wouldn't it be nice to know that there's someone from your ranks or someone from your position that is mm. now up at the top who's making decisions and knowing that they need to come up with better ways and to, to protect you and 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 help you be more be a more effective nice. killing instrument that's something that i think is really really ideal and i think we can absolutely definitely strive for it in today's world uh, having a mantra or a motto is a nice team building thing too. Absolutely. Also, it may be something that's simple and pithy enough where you can you can shout it during battle and strike fear into your enemies, or at least rally your own people together so that they absolutely. Can help you. Uh, or so Cut can... off one head, Cobra! Yeah, exactly. Oh, you also want to be able to spit it into the face of your murderer, whoever that might be. Uh, so, that, so they know. So that you know that they know that they didn't actually get one over on you, even though you are dead. <laughs> so when the superhero is punching your face, and you can say that, you can say that, and then they'll make them angry, and maybe they'll stop punching you. Yeah, uh, for a yes. second. And of course, you know, all, uh, like I said, with incentives, you know, uh, 
medical, dental, uh, you know, is always nice. Ooh, ooh. A kick-ass layer would be ooh, nice, like a yes. volcano layer or like a big zeppelin or something. It's true, and you know, I think it's up to you if you if you have a great location, if you if you you know if you've rent controlled, you could have a stationary thing like a like a like a volcano or a subterranean layer. But uh, mobility is also really helpful. So zeppelin, like you said, uh, and he, uh, the technodrome, the technodrome, a mobile group from from under the ground, uh, you know. But you also want to be able to be covertly moving while also being an imposing. And so I guess vehicle vehicular transport is mm. a big thing. Themed, of course. Ryan Radford in super chats is hail Hydra uh, as to you as well. <laughs> a a sweet-ass uniform is also nice. Maybe, like, a custom weapon just to you. Oh, yes, yes. Well, and that's another thing, uniforms. You want uniformity. You want everybody to kind of fit as one, be part of a collective, but also have distinguishing uniforms that separate the higher-ups so that you know, like, uh, who's kind of in charge just by looking at them. You know, you hear someone barking orders at you. You look at their outfit. You can see from their lapels they are able to do that, and you should fall in line. Does he have a fancier hat than me? I should probably listen to him. Precisely, precisely. Do they have wingtips on their shoulder? I don't know. Some kind of thing that distinguishes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good. Uh, just basically, so good, uh, good, good-looking uniforms. So yeah. you know, I, I think we're at a good place. You know, so you know, in the comments down below, of course, share with us your evil organization and how exactly you're going to take over the world or whatever, your, whatever your goals might be. I'm looking forward to seeing. We can't promise you won't end up on an FBI watch list, but we'll try not to. Precisely. Uh, you know, it's all in the it's all in the in the, in the case of uh, in in the cause of a thought exercise. Yes. So we want to thank you all for hanging out with us, and we'll see you guys next week with an all new episode of Elseworlds Exchange. Of course, don't forget to check us out here on Comic Pop every week for five videos per week go over to cape joel check out all the stuff that he does over there and stay tuned for a brand new episode of back issues see you guys next week